When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Do you want to talk into a microphone? Yes, yes. Hello. Hello. Hostile, you know. I don't know if it's that mic. Hey, oh, isn't it? I know it is. Is it this one? Is it this one? Or is it that one? It's that one. Not that one. That one. What have I got? Did you mention the Dublin podcast the on the 7 o'clock show? I did. Well, I didn't, but Martin did. Do you know what? He I brought went, it up. Did he? What did he say? I didn't get to watch it all. I think I probably... I did watch the first half, then something was on. I think Red Rock was on, so I had to go. Oh. Love Red Rock. Yeah, more than me, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, there's like an order of preferences. I know, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Red Rock is way yeah. higher. I me mean, talking um, shit. Yeah, you're forced to suffer my bullshit for an hour a week. That's this enough. Is true. My favourite thing about you being on the 7 o'clock show, for those who don't know, it's this TV3, which is an Irish television station. And they just seem to be regurgitating a lot of the guests because unfortunately the pool, and pool is, a, is more puddle that they have to pick from in, in Ireland, is very small. Uh, never asked me to be on it though. And, and even though it worked... Works but, with Lucy Kennedy, still potentially doesn't know me. Um, that they called your character, you'll know him as Jack Stevens. Did they call it Jack Stevens? Yeah, they're like, I didn't see it. Yeah, uh, like, I, I retweeted it to you, but you don't read my tweets either. I do. Um, <laughs> I do. So, uh, yeah, they, they tweeted probably misread say, it and didn't know what the hell you were bloody on I about. I was like, we must discuss this on the uh, on the podcast. The oh, fact that they yes, called you Jack Stevens. And then they used a years ago picture of you that you honestly don't even look like you've hit puberty. To be honest, do you know something? That's not their fault. The it's amount, just you, your headshots. The amount of times people have said you need to get headshots. You need you to do, do new headshots. And I keep saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. And putting it off and putting it off. And then... It bites me on the arse because then something gets promoted or comes to time to promote something and there I am looking like a teenager, looking like, like an seven, idiot. Look, you honestly look seven. Brilliant. And it comes across as me trying to pretend like I'm like a young person. I know, anyone with a bit of sense knows that you probably that you don't get to pick oh. the headshot picture but it, it, re, it genuinely made me laugh. <laughs> so uh, so Martin brought it up, did he? <laughs> he did. At the end of the show he says, oh, and the Dublin podcast is still doing very well. That's his voice, isn't it? Ah, oh, you're still doing very well. Wind's coming in from the west. And uh, I says, "Happy birthday to you!" Yes, it absolutely is. And I said a big thanks to Chris Miles for promoting it all the time. Ah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so there you go. So uh, we did. It got a mention, but I'm selling so many things at the minute. You are, to be honest. Yeah, you're essentially a horse handbag. I'm essentially a horse handbag. I'm selling the podcast, and then there's a. Uh, so you've your show on RT. Is that nearly finished? The show on RT. What's there's that three called? of the them. The Big Bang left. Eureka Theory or something. The Big Bang Theory. Eureka, the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And then there's the movie is coming out. In September. Which is very exciting. Well, Which hang on, exciting. we won't talk about that because I think we'll we'll tease that out yeah, for a little yeah, bit yeah. about your movie. But uh, I'm doing. I'm booked for another talk show on that one. Uh, that I'm not supposed to say what it is, but everybody's going to know what it is because it's the one that means you can't do any other talk shows. Jesus Christ! You're doing the Late Late Show with James Corden. Oh, I knew we were going to hit a big. No, I'm not doing I'm it on until, your coattails. I'm not doing Jimmy it until twentieth of May. So I'm, I'm um, most most of the television presenters in RTE are gone. 
What do you mean? They're gone on holidays because they all get like a four months, you know. Do they? Political holidays. Oh. <laughs> I never knew you got you, a holiday. You, you're doing the other one, are you? With no. Ryan? Yes, I'm doing that one. You, you have annoy to have me a when girl. you're in this humour and you're all like, yeah, come on, positivity. Woo, Steve Judy, working out. Whoa. I prefer you when you're cantankerous. Okay. I'll tell you what it is. I'll be, be cantankerous. cantankerous. Let me be cantankerous. I'll tell you why I'm giving her a break. I'll tell you why I'm giving shit a break that I haven't seen. Because I had the piss taken out of me this week, right? Because all you have to do is sit in your own house watching a TV show, right? Okay. Watching something that it kind of ticks you off a bit, right? Mm. Because I would have swapped places with you in a happy. Because a friend of mine says, oh, I got your ticket to a play. Is there a play? I don't mind a good play. It's in the Sam Beckett Centre in Dublin. I was there. I'll go watch a play in the Sam Beckett Centre in Dublin. It's only half an hour long. Even better. It's on six o'clock in the day. Even fucking better. I'll be home and all in bed at eight o'clock. I was thinking, <laughs> having seen a bit of culture and absorbed a bit of something that may make me a better, more intelligent person. Mm-hmm. I went to this fucking thing. Right. I walk in, right? Now, it was Samuel Beckett, right? Samuel Beckett. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with the works of Beckett. They're now, you either think Beckett is an absolute genius or you see him for what he was, which was a syphilis infected lunatic who couldn't string a sentence together he's a bit mental and the play was called Cascado okay so obviously to stop you watching the play and to confuse you because if you saw the play you'd know it was a load of me hoop what they did was they gave us a fucking cloak you had to go in and take off your shoes right and put on a black cloak so you're dressed like a druid Right, then you cl- I'm not even messing then you queue up in, in lines of two Right? I'm sorry in my, I'm sorry for interrupting you but in my head somewhere I could just see you standing in a foyer looking at someone going what? I swear what? I'm I, not wearing a cloak I couldn't fucking believe it and I was in too deep <laughs> I was in too deep I was in too deep to turn around and say excuse me I'm not into this I'm out of cloak I thought we were going to watch a show and eat popcorn and fucking have a Yay! laugh yeah, you know what I mean and so I went to the show and then I'm standing we're in rows of two and then you have very headphones small. Headphones, right? So you have to put headphones on, and that's how you hear the play. And then you go into this tunnel and you walk around and around in a circle constantly while you're listening to the thing on headphones, and you have to follow the person in front of you. But that's not where it gets worse. If I had him in a half an hour and I'm going for a walk in the dark, listening to gobbledygook. Now, Beckett's plays, it's literally, it's like this The man is there. No, he's not. He sits down. Woburn, what is happening? I am here. No, you are not. Woburn, as we walk. You can hear the voice. Is this real? I don't think so. Whoa, but I was like, this is great. I'm going to fucking piss me pants here. I'm going to piss me fucking pants. And then forget their arty bastards, right? So they can't stand still or they can't just do what they're fucking told. So at one point we stop in the tunnels because it's actually crowded. It's, there's too many of us in the tunnel. And one woman gets all arty and sits on the floor. And the deal is you follow the person in front of you. So now I can't follow her now. She's sitting on the bleeding ground. And then... We get out. And you know the way, no matter what show you go to, no matter what show you go to, it's always, in theatre, it's always a resounding standing ovation. Like, you always clap for the actors to come back out three or four times. Encore! Like, no matter, if you went to an opera, and even if the op- if it was the shittest opera, it was someone coming out going, Nassau Dame! Nassau Dame! At the end, it's like five times, yes! Flowers! Like, it's always an amazing performance. This was, we all walked out, I swear, no one even looked at each other. So there's your cloak and me ticket. Yeah, just get me shoes. If you have me shoes there, please. Just me shoes there, please. And me and the two people I was with, we walked out and pissed ourselves <laughs> laughing. And I mean pissed ourselves <laughs> laughing. I was I, I have this great excuse though. The guy that was running it. Mm. 
I feel like an asshole now talking about him because he's actually a really nice guy and generally he's pretty good at what he does but he comes over and he just does the old uh, so what did you think of the show? And I have a line that gets me out of trouble every time. Man, you did it again. You did it again. Yeah, fucking did it again. Good for you. You did it again. <laughs> I've been saying it for years. Do you understand? I remember that. Do you understand? Everybody will now know. Yeah, know. DJ is being, you know. I'm being a bit of an ass. I'm being very passive aggressive. <laughs> I'm telling you, I always thought it was shit without telling you, I thought it was shit. shit. I've been doing it for years. Anytime a stand up walks off stage after a howler, do you think, how did that go? Man, seriously, trust me, you did it again. You did it again. <laughs> so I hit him with four or five, you did it again. Oh, Legged it. And then something happened that could literally only happen in Dublin. Go right? on. We walk around the corner, there's a bar, I think it's called the Libertine or the Liber, I can't, something like that. Walk around the corner, go in. It's an English woman walking there, absolutely lovely woman. Mm. How you doing, darling? All right. You know, I was there, ah, oh, I tell you what I'm doing. I tell her the story of the play. She's pissing herself laughing. She says, oh, you poor thing. Can I get you a drink? They go, you can I'll have a Smithix and two I think it was a high or glass wine whatever she goes knife Smithix I was there oh can I get the Franciscan red it's all out I'm afraid right so that's gone so she's got two tiger taps right I'll have two two points of tiger then that'll do us it's all out I'm afraid as well I was there going right the recession's I'll have a Guinness and she goes oh I know it says Guinness on the tap but it's actually Murphy's I was there going is this a fucking pub or is this a continuation of the farce should I put my cloak okay? back on <laughs> yeah take it off your shoes yes yeah, should I put my cloak back on and put the headphones back on what the fuck oh. fairness where she was mortified it wasn't her fault but it was just one of those so days the, the, they're not paying for their bills one of Worry. those days one oh God, of those brilliant. days yeah left a who does imagine if Guinness knew they were running Murphy's well, through Guinness well they do know now because you just nearly named the pub <laughs> if I think of the name of the pub I'll say it I just can't remember right on the corner there's there. a Diageo rep absolutely puking <laughs> somewhere <laughs> it's right on the corner it's there it's sacrilege um, from Westland Row uh, the just maybe you. just for you know okay I won't say it yet, yeah but it's right there and it's called <laughs> and the one behind the bar was called and this was at <laughs> they have fuck all in stock they'd lose their shit but yeah. I swear to you know something this, is, this thing was arts con- arts council <laughs> <laughs> That was actually not. I actually didn't mean to it's say. Gone that. too far. We're banned in Hong Kong anyway. <laughs> yeah, that. fucking fake China. Uh, but it was art. It's arts council funded. Oh man, I just couldn't believe. I couldn't believe it that you can just make people walk but around you know in the dark. What? I think to the radio. sometimes though, like so coming out laughing like that. I think sometimes when you're in those situations and like it's only after that you go back and go. That was it was kind of mental, but br- you know, like in school, because especially yeah. like in if you're doing like higher level English and stuff, they bring you to try and like I weirdly I really really liked Shakespeare. I I and actually it's it's his four hundredth birthday, and at the moment on CBeebies because that's the level I'm at at the moment. They're doing like Magic Hands, which is um, signing. They're doing telling all the different stories of Shakespeare and then they've done different kids adaptations of Shakespeare. So kids are introduced to Shakespeare, which is amazing. But you go to all of these different mental shows, you know, put on by people who, you know, have basically been interfering with themselves in a dark room for 700 years and then just come out. Yeah, (laughs) they've just come out into the light to give their adaptation from how they saw... King Lear's life and how Shylock actually psychologically affected him. And you sit there like a 17-year-old going, what? Like, are we ever going to get out well, of here? What is this? What yeah. is this? So they're what kind are you of doing? brilliant. I remember yeah. my mum and my aunties when we were kids brought us all to see Big Maggie. Yeah. Which is the most... <laughs> 
I it's love a brilliant that play. No, it's an amazing play. Not when you're 10. No. You're screaming at each other and you're sitting in the hall in Wexford going, I just wanted to go to Pirate's Cove. <laughs> Please. You know what the problem as well is though? Theatre, good theatre is great, you know, but it's actually hard. It's, just, it's like tattoo shops. Yeah. 90% of them are fucking jokers having a laugh. And then you get to the 10% that are really, really good and it's hard to find. So you got, because you know, a lot of theatres, <laughs> the actors, they're suddenly like, I'm acting. You know, that's sort of, can't you see how good I am acting? Weareth, goeth. Can't you see how naturalistic I am being with my voice? I am as naturalistic as any man on the street. Once you leave this building, you will not see the difference between the people on the bus and me. <laughs> like, that's mental. That's not natural. It is natural. I am a natural human being. And then he comes off stage. And then he comes oh, no, off, sorry, but yeah, What's the crack? Did you think I was being myself up there? Yeah, no. I, th- I thought it was quite natural, don't yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, you did, you, yeah. You were natural. You were out of your fucking mind. Oh, in fairness, though, it is. Yeah, I like, I like the madness. I do like the madness of theatre. I do like the madness of it. I'm doing theatre. I'm writing a well, show this for is it. You're now. in the middle. You're, you're, but yours is quite dark. Well, it's not as dark anymore. But again, I got in fucking trouble again. I did not realise when there. you do something. You see, I've never been in a, in a theatre sort of a festival before. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you're not allowed to speak about something that's in a theatre festival until you're given permission. And of course, I went on UTV and spoke about it and now I'm trying to get the interview taken off. I fucked up again. I always fuck up. I always fuck up. You don't and here I am talking term- about it again. But you didn't mention it per se, what you're doing. I did, yeah. I said everything about it, yeah. No, I'm talking about just now. And just now, yeah, I did. Yeah, no, you didn't. <laughs> um, you see, you don't read the terms and conditions of life. I don't. In any in any respect, walk of anything you do, no. you don't read the terms and conditions. No, I just get to I the point. I think that's one of your endearing kind of features, though, to be honest with you. Because I probably read the terms and conditions too much. <laughs> and do I just I mean? don't know what's happening. And you just don't know what's happening. So, somewhere... <laughs> In the middle oh, is a happy medium. I like. never do. I never know what I get. You know, I just don't know what I'm getting myself into. Friday night is a perfect example. We were talking about David McSavage. Yeah. Uh, David McSavage <laughs> says to me, what you do? <laughs> Sorry, just a reference back to the seven o'clock show. Yeah. At the end, they went, He's, yeah. Thursday evening, David says, I'm doing a comedy gig. Where? I knew where it was. Taylor I knew where Street it was. Rock. What is it for? A charity. I, says, I don't calls. know. I said it's for a charity. I'm doing a charity gig. On Friday night for David McSavage, uh, and they said, "What's it for?" And I says, "I actually have no idea." A I good forgot. cause. A good cause, I said. And there was somebody behind me going, "Chernobyl, Chernobyl." I was like, "It's not Chernobyl. If it was Chern- unless they moved Chernobyl to India, it's not Chernobyl no. because I knew it was something to do with India." Okay. Believe it or not, I have now since done the gig, and I still couldn't fucking tell you right, what it's okay. for. Okay. But the chaos of it, like the the unpreparedness of me again, I turned up to do this show. Okay. Al Porter was supposed to be there. Dave McSavage didn't book him or something happened. So that was all fucked up. So now it's just me and Dave. We're in a room that the lights are so bright you can't turn the lights off. <laughs> so there's people who have no idea what the rules are because the scene is not set. It's not their fault. The scene is not set. It's supposed to start at eight o'clock. It's like a quarter to nine. Dave McSavage gets up and he starts insulting everybody in the room. Standard. And then he brings me on and I'm to try new material new material in this environment for the first time ever and I have a clue what is going on uh, I somehow slipped the net and got away with it did you but do the new material I did yeah I did it was okay do you it know was funny okay. actually speaking of new material I was talking to Chris Moyles yesterday when we were slagging because you know we're in a weird uh, vortex with Chris Moyles sorry I'm just snapping by the way if you follow me on Snapchat Suzanne FM um, I snap here and there when we record on a Tuesday so usually between kind of half ten and half 12 there's random snaps that go up from our recording from uh, from 
if you want to kind of see because didn't someone tweet about behind the scenes or something but uh, yeah we're talking about the vortex that is us saying thanks to Chris Moyles for mentioning us on his podcast and him saying he then says on his podcast thanks to them for mentioning podcasts and our podcast and the Radio X oh, podcast yeah. and listen and we, we're just in a vortex we're, we're just bouncing back and forward we're back slapping, but it's all good because we're fans it is. we're fans he's good at I'm more family than fans well, it's all the same yeah, it is all if the you're same. not a fan of your family then you're not a fan of anything oh there's a lot of my family I wouldn't be fans of oh well I don't like any of mine so there you so go. I'm not so, a fan of anything. Yeah. Like, I, I qualify for the uh, cantankerous old shit brigade. <laughs> That's me. Oh, I had a... F- Go on. Okay, this is the last time. And no, I promise... I, you can give out because I was being cantankerous at the start no, of it and you made me feel bad. I'm not even going to be cantankerous. I'm going to tell you a story. But I promise and I hereby promise to all Dublin listeners that I will never talk about my own rear end again. But this is a true story. Hang I, on. We, we should probably snap... This. I don't know if that's a good idea. But no, anyway. as in like you <laughs> confessing to not ever talking about your hoop-de-doop. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about my rear anymore. I'm not going to talk about my bottom. Right. I'm not going to talk about my hoop. The hoop is essentially closed forever after I tell you this story. But I was all set, all ready to go to the fucking Leinster final. Dublin so, and yes, Kerry. Yes, I saw this. Now, it was 100 day years. 100 days. 100 years. Since my last To hoop. the day. <laughs> Since the Easter Rising. Yes. So it was a once in a 100 year time that you go and get to see a Dublin and Kerry, the two biggest teams in all Ireland football, playing each other in a final. And after that, there's a celebration of Irishness, a huge show, a big performance called Lecra. Supposed to be absolutely unbelievable. I was looking forward to it so much. Went into town. Do you know something had an Elvery's voucher from my birthday? Got myself a new Dublin jersey. Why fucking wouldn't you? Stuck on me Dublin tracks. Delighted. Delighted with myself. And I mean delighted with myself you were excited walking. about it all last week all last week yeah. walking on air walking on air I was all over the place happy looking at me bus up waiting for the bus to come 17 minutes 14 minutes 10 minutes felt a little rumble in the gut better go to the toilet went nothing happens pull up the jocks run out the door farted shit the cacks off myself <laughs> and I'm not even messing a full on shart the cacks a full on fucking no no, you're not going anywhere. Back of the house. Back of the house. I was like, please don't do this to me. <laughs> this is a once in a hundred years. Once in a hundred fucking year day. Once in a hundred year day. So I'm like, I can still make it. Right? I can still fucking make it. I sprint in. There's another bus 17 minutes time. I can watch it on GPS. It's one of this amazing app. You can watch your bus on GPS. I run up the stairs. Luckily, the damage is only in the undergarment. Right? <laughs> so I'm swinging off the shoes. We're making very careful so none of the caca touches me on the legs. Okay. Right? I'm already. The jeans are clean as a whistle. Any other day, they'd be in the wash. Today is an important day. They're clean. I'm going with it. New shorts on. Stand up. Out the door. Bang! Too soft, too soft. Wasn't gonna work. I knew it was over. The dream was over. Once in a hundred years. Just know when the last time I shite myself was. I was wearing a fucking nappy. I was wearing a fucking nappy. I was probably I don't know what age you are wearing a nappy. Four, younger, five, younger. younger. I was younger. walking around the house in a nappy and probably had an ice cream. Someone smelt me whole and changed it. And then, once in a hundred years, a hundred years. <laughs> Once in a hundred years, I shart the cacks off myself. Like, I'm never going to be at the next one. I'm going to be long fucking dead. Do you know how many times I'm going to shit myself before then? One day I'm going to be in an old folks home. Yeah, hopefully, if I'm lucky, if I'm fucking lucky, if I'm lucky, 
One day I'm going to be in an old folks home, shite myself in the cacks, and all I'm going to be able to think is, that's why you missed the league final. That's why you missed the Laircourt concert. Because you couldn't keep your whole clothes when you needed it the most. I was disgusted with myself. So I was did you absolutely have like disgusted. a little tummy bug? A tummy bug. I ended up on the on the El Pate for the extreme whole day. The whole day and the whole night. I even had to text here for FM work and say, look, I know I'm probably not going to be in in the morning because I'm actually, I'm like a... <laughs> All correspondents. Yeah, I'm like, this is not going to end well for anybody. Unfortunately, oh, no. I woke up the next morning and not a bother on me. I just uh, got caught out. Totally and utterly caught. I was disgusted. Disgusted not only with myself, but to miss the occasion. That occasion. It's never going to happen again. Did you get to even again. see any of the match? Or you just watch it on the phone in the toilet? Watched it on the, uh, the player on the, t- on the thing afterwards. Ah, you can't even watch it live. No, I wasn't able to. I wasn't able I physically wasn't able to. Oh, you were in a jock. You don't go to a toilet and have football coming out of the door. It's not normal. Uh, so I just, so I just went wrong. It's not normal. No, you yeah. can't do that. And the fact, it's, it's I'm sorry for your loss. Well, I thank you. I really am thankful that you're sorry for me, lost. That's the first time you've actually said that and looked genuine, yeah. by the way. Well, no, because I've been there. Yeah, like, well, I haven't there. shit myself, to be honest. You have. But I, I haven't. I apologise. As a grown up, everybody I has Excuse me. Once. I can tell you as sure as shit, I haven't. As sure as I'm shit. Telling, <laughs> Bill, excuse the pun <laughs> on that one. But I have been there with that stomach bug. And it, it does damage and it does it quickly. And when it, it kicks in and goes, no, no, oh, man. no, you you are confined to barracks. You may stay where you are. You're going. And that it is a very helpless feeling, That's especially helpless. if you have to be somewhere. I, I want to go to the Dublin match. There's nothing you can, uh, thank God I live so close to Crow Park, though. Thank God I live so close to the stadium. I'm literally 15 minutes from the stadium. Why are we getting the bus? What? Why are we getting the bus? Oh, 15 minutes like on the bus. Oh, sorry. To okay, the yeah. uh, thank God. Because if I had to live 20 minutes from the stadium, I'd have been yeah, on the bus. Shit yourself on the bus. Yeah. And then at that stage, That'd that's be in the it. Herald. That would have been in the Herald that's on front Monday. Page. Yeah. That's front page yeah. stuff. Comedian. Uh, you'll know him as Jack comedian. Stevens. <laughs> you know the way they always talk about men when things go wrong? They always make them into such demons like demonic pant pooper yeah. comes out of his bolt hole to shit himself. <laughs> and then the, the stories will go, I heard he had a bit of bollocks sticking out. Things yeah. like that. Less, he was in the I, news. I yeah. heard that he told an old woman to go fuck herself. Yeah, he gets a kick out of it. He yeah. masturbates while he does it now. Heard He's it, a yeah. dirty pig of a man. <laughs> Are you reading this, the Herald? <laughs> anyway, oh. so you're feeling better, which is good news. I am. And I'm sorry for your loss and that you missed the game. Okay, I am. I am And again, better. that Dublin did the four. And Dublin did And you were hanging out with Boo Boo, my little Boo Boo. I was hanging out with Jack McCaffrey yesterday because we're doing AKA this uh, cycle thing for the Simon community to try and get uh, funds to raise a mobile clinic for homeless people. Amazing. Uh, so I met him yesterday, Jack McCaffrey. Who he plays, plays for Dublin. Well, he doesn't anymore because he has to quit because he's going to study to be a doctor and everything. But uh, yeah. he was the GAA Player of the Year last year. Lovely Incredible fella. Incredible guy. Lovely fella. Sister is an unbelievable footballer as well. And now it doesn't get near the credit no. they deserve. None of the women that play get the no, credit they, they never deserve. do. He's amazing, right? But the, I call him Boo Boo because you'll be familiar with Boo Boo the dog. And if you're not, just Google. Just literally put in Boo Boo the dog and Jack McCaffrey looks like Boo Boo the dog. So to the point that Joey, my husband, is like, can you stop referring to him as Boo Boo? But like, <laughs> I saw a picture of the two of you and I was like, oh my God, it's Boo Boo. Did you tell Boo Boo to listen to the podcast? Because we talk about him a lot. I know, I know. He's we been our about hero him. of the week. He has a few times, quite a few times. Yeah. He's a sound man. He's he a is. sound man. What else is on your agenda for this week? Well, somebody was on to Dublin 
uh, podcast Twitter. I'm just trying to find them now. Okay. Asking me for recommendations of what to do when they're in Dublin. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was uh, Curly. Somebody Curly is her name. Somebody Curly. Mm-hmm. Where is she gone? Oh, I need shit. to do this. I wanted to try and help yeah, her Yeah, so that's it. So I don't know where she's staying, but she's into cocktails. A vintage cocktail club, 100%. Oh, it all depends here. on where you're going to stay. Gemma, next week we'll give you some top tips, but tell us... Um, I'll tell you what I do. Are Let's... you going to stay in the, the, the centre of Dublin? Got to do, like, if you want to do tours, like the Viking tour, it's the Viking Splash tour is very funny. I've never done it. I no, tell you I've what never do. done it, but let's, it's good. Let's both give her yeah. our ideal day in Dublin. Each. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, right? Brilliant. Yeah, We'll do that next week then. So tell us okay. you're going to stay in the city centre and then we'll do that. Yeah, deadly. Yeah? We'll tell her our, our ideal day in Dublin each. Yeah, yeah, where to eat, where to drink, where to go during where the to day, go during the day and do what to do. Savage. Yeah, I'm looking deadly. forward to that. Now I can have a think about that. Yeah, cool. So there you are. That's put, that it in, put it in. Oh, here. What's it? Again, what's it? Um... <laughs> So, like, I, I just, I, I honestly think off the back of not being very well, I think my personality has just altered it. I probably should go for some type of psychological assessment because I've been very cranky. I was cranky with people checking in with the hospitals and then I've just become cranky with politics. I have really no... I saw no... you giving out, yeah. Richard Boy Barris, did you see me giving out about yeah, that? Yeah, but I like him. I'm into him. No. Um, we, but we come from very different stands politically. Do you know, we really do. I like, know, we joking do, yeah. Aside, very we much very so, yeah. much come from different... But he's constantly, constantly going on about water, right? So he just put up this thing looking for retweets about water. So if you're living anywhere outside Ireland you're not familiar, there's a whole big kerfuffle going on and we don't even have a government at the moment because they can't get that much shit together you know fucking 80 days later they still haven't managed to get a government together it's great that the country's going so well without a government though <laughs> isn't it it's like a big free gap it is it's like, it's like mommy and daddy have fucked off to Spain they have and they've left us with the keys to the house all our friends are over I mean the country everybody's going on even strike even the fucking weather's nice since the government quit <laughs> yeah it's even the weather is better without it's a government. It's all reflective. So look, the, so each different party, the independents, the people for profit, the AAAs, whoever they are, whatever part they're of, everybody brought their manifesto because they all have a whatever they want to go. So a lot of people before profit who Richard Boy Barrett is a part of and these AA, their whole manifesto was based on water. Now I understand they look at like homelessness and everything else in between but water, they got seats based on water yeah, right? which is fair enough. That's yeah. their campaign I have no problem with that. But any pr- politician who's looking for retweets, share if you agree shut up you're a politician, stop looking for retweets right? So I just the other day I was just so pissed off with it I just tweeted going like it's just stupid like there's kids there's 1500 children alone homeless in this city like there's they're living in hotel rooms and this twat is on Twitter looking for retweets about water do you think the kids give a shit about the water no they don't yeah but it's two different things isn't it anyway that's fine I had my say and then me and one or two people had a bit of a powwow and then you just get twat idiots idiots who don't even have profile <laughs> pictures. They had these eggs. The eggheads, yeah. Sending me like... And I'm like, everything you've tweeted about is about, about AAA, people before profit or water. That's all you've tweeted about. You're just attacking people. God. People before profit send me the thing going, oh, I think I found two weeks ago in our manifesto we, ra- we raised about homelessness. I'm like, delighted for you. I'm not talking about that. I'm merely <laughs> addressing Richard Boy Barrett directly... I'm not trolling him. I'm addressing directly saying that it's pathetic looking for retweets in politics. That's all I'm doing. 
perfectly yeah. entitled to it. But isn't that the same as canvassing? You're just doing it online. No, Reford retweets against water. Come on, like just get the water thing sorted. I do. Like it's I don't whatever. I, and then Richard Boy Barrett, who's like a politician and big boy, able to take it all, just likes the people. He's seen all of these tweets and just likes the people before Prophet's tweet about That's... that they put up <laughs> that they brought. To, like he can stand up and at the moment it's generally a free for all in the doll. That's all it is. It's everyone's getting five minutes to stand up, going, oh, here's my moment. <coughs> Hello, my name is Michael, and <laughs> I think that pigs should be allowed to roam freely in Kerry, and that they should be given their own cars. Thank you. That's all it is. It's just everyone standing up, <laughs> having, a, having a go. Anyway. <laughs> I love when you go This is the first time I've seen you I go on a rant. I never really go on rants. But it's just, this week, it's, I'm just at my edge. I'm like, we've no government. And if I see one more person tweeting about water, I'm like, fuck well, You know I'm very much anti-water charges. I know you are. And just for you, I'm going to tweet about water today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tweet about water. Like, I had somebody... I, it's so funny. I, I'm gonna conf- I, I just because... I'm going to at Richard Boy Barrett. I'm going to at Richard Boy Barrett saying he's such a great dude. And then I'm going to put something really... I'm going to spell it all wrong and get it all grammatically incorrect. <laughs> and then I'm going to tag you in it. Say, don't mind her. I'm just- holding a placard going, no, no, no to water charges. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't think we should be paying water charges. It's deliver- not about that. My deliberately issue... Just to- I know. My issue, issue is... about that. It's the way it was... Anyway, I'm not get into it because I will lose my reason I I'm can't wait like, okay I'm going to formulate the best tweet <laughs> don't, ever don't the best I, you're going to make me really bad for him they uh, what, what's it uh, never mind they are water charges no oh no <laughs> we shouldn't be pay, paying they are shouldn't water charges shouldn't spelled S-U-D-N-T yeah shouldn't we shouldn't be paying they are water charges never mind that bint Suzanne Kane bint I don't even know what a bint is. It's a cork saying someone at 4FM, by the way, thank you for the studio. Someone once texted and called me a bint. A bint. And I had to ask Elaine Crowley for What her. is a bint? It's basically a fucking spa. Is it a spa? It's like your arse. You're a, an arsehole. You're in a bint. A bint. Look, people with eggs. I hate people who don't have profile pictures. <laughs> a bint. I want to find out what a bint is. I think means. it's a cork. I'm pretty sure it's it's somewhere from... Bint. Uh a girl or a woman? Derogatory term. Yeah, there you oh, go. Right. So it's just a derog. Oh, so it's just a misogynistic thing. Yeah. Oh, now I'm sorry I said it. Uh, now I'll let myself down. You know what they think of you. Yeah, yeah, old binge. You'd be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a T-shirt that says hashtag bint. <laughs> oh, I want my own clothesline for men called bint. <laughs> It'd be cool, wouldn't it? I'm yeah. Bint, bint for men. Oh, It'd be a great dear. fragrance, wouldn't it? Bint. For men. Only. Oh, yeah, bint only. Bint only. Bint only, yeah. Like oh, that's that. savage. Bint. Anyway, there you go. Yeah, I've, I've just turned into this week. I, like, honestly, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm a Twitter gnome. I'm a bit of a, I'm not a troll, like, but I'm a, I'm kind I'm of, the, I'm an ugly gnome. You hang around. In the gar- but... I'm, yeah, and that's the thing. Oh, can I tell you this? I'm talking way too much this week. Not at all. Um, a very exciting thing happened to me. So for anybody who follows me on Twitter at Suzanne4FM and I'm so my, my sincere apology if you live anywhere outside of Ireland because you won't see Red Rock but you know what I'm like with, with series. You're mad for it. Love Red Rock, right? Mad yeah. into it. So I get very involved and like between half eight and eight or nine o'clock every Wednesday and Thursday that's me, I'm in Red Rock or whatever so that's fine. But I got an email into work to say that because um, <laughs> they've noticed on my Twitter account 
Looper, um, that I'm very into it and would I like to interview the cast for my show? So Excellent. I'm like, I honestly, I sent back the most uncool email ever. I was like, yeah, this gushing. Is the, I was like, this is the best Friday I've ever had in my life. Gushing. Let, I'm, I'm all over it. Brilliant. Yeah. So I'm going to, Gareth Phillips, I think, who's the producer of the show, is going to come in. So I'm going to ask him for a part. Do ask yeah. him for a part. I mean, even if it's Dead Body 1, I don't mind. Doesn't matter. Even if it's Lady in Restaurants. Yeah. Whatever, just, if yeah. it's your show you're into, it's yeah, always a buzz. It. I want to just go and be there. Definitely yeah. do that. Yeah. So Definitely do that. Yeah. All pride will ever do is starve you to yeah. death. You have to yeah. ask for the shit I'm, you I'm want. Because I'm always usually really like, I wouldn't ask anybody. I'd be too embarrassed. Yeah. And I don't like rejection at all. Like, like you know, I'm not good at rejection. Uh, it's just the spoiled brat of me. Um, so I'm kind of, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him, can I can I come and be in Red Rock? Oh, definitely. And I'll be that. I'll just be tweeting away really like it's happened really inappropriately into shots. Taking your selfies. Recording Dublin bits into yeah. your phone. Can't be able to believe what's after happening. No. Yeah, so there you go. I love shit like that. I love when you get a, a get to. It's great when you meet people like that and they're they're not disappointing. Do you know that way when you get to meet people that aren't disappointing? Yeah, I love that because I've get I've had it both ways. I've met a hero of mine. I've met a couple of heroes of mine. Some of them, nah, you let yeah. me down. As if they had to fucking impress me in the first place. They don't mean nothing. Uh, but then I've met other people. Ah, incredible. They blow you away. Blow Do you know what? Away. Actually, funnily, we were, I was speaking to this um, myself and Christopher because one was talking about this during the week about Prince. Yeah. So I have always said one of the, I think we talked about it on this uh, podcast. One of the greatest concerts I've ever been to was Prince, and Christopher brought me to see him. And I was I remember sitting in the car with Chris going, I don't think I, I don't know any songs. He's like, you'll be surprised when you get there. He blew my absolute mind. Yeah. Now, we didn't meet him after or anything like that. Like we just went home after the show or whatever. But he completely blew my mind, and I'm so sad that he's passed away. And I'll tell you the main reason I'm so sad that he's passed away is because we'll never answer no the answer to the question of does he have his ribs removed to give himself blood. Ah, he doesn't. I mean, would that be listed in an autopsy somewhere? <laughs> Nobody How does How many ribs should you have? One, two, three, four, <laughs> Nobody <laughs> actually does that. I don't know. They've said that about so many lads. Poor old Jimmy Somerville got hammered with that. And, uh, Tell me why! Yeah. He was deadly. Uh, loads he's of not dead. Hammered. Oh, yeah, no, but he got, he got <laughs> given... <laughs> the way you went, he was deadly. It's like, oh, well, no, no, he's not dead. Oh, yeah, no, he's still alive. Well, then again... What? I mean, you'd, you'd just be worried about everyone. You would, yeah. This, this year? This fucking year? Yeah. Man. No one's safe. Nobody's safe. If no I was Al Pacino safe. now, I'd be shitting it. Nah. And I mean, shitting it. Well, he already did, didn't yeah. you? Well, he, I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I got away with a poop. I won't be, I'm not going to get dead. I'm not famous enough to get dead this year. I mean, don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dice with it there. How many of it is there? How, Lemmy was the first I remember. Dead. David then, Bowie. David Bowie, Dead. Wogan, uh, Ronnie Co- dead. Ron- Ronnie Corbett. Ronnie Corbett, dead. Victoria Wood. Victoria Wood, dead. Um, Prince, dead. Yeah. Um, what's your man? The comedian guy, Larry Sanders, dead. Oh, yeah, forgot about him. Um, oh, man, what's going on? Like, yeah. what is actually going on? It's like there's a serial killer out there. If your woman was still making murder, she wrote, I think she was out there killing them all herself. But there's somebody, Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. She's out there murdering people. Somebody's at it. It's just like a celebrity slayer. It's like the the Dexter of celebrities. But is does out that there not just happen? Them. That like, I think that there's a lot of high profile people kind of die. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it, there's kind of this bulk because it's happened. Somebody mm-hmm. actually on my Facebook put up a picture going, "Oh my god, I can't believe that who I can't remember who it was who died." And then I went clicked in. I was like, "I'm pretty." I think it was like Percy Sledge or something. And I was like, "I'm pretty sure they died last year." Like I'm, you know. Oh, he did. Yeah, and they did. Of... So I just put up going, "Yeah, that article's from 2015." She's like, "Delete." But you know something? It's you know why the other deaths I think are making a bit of magnitude. It's because there's no real iconic geniuses anymore. 
because everybody has a voice now with social media. Yeah. So the people like Wogan and Bowie and Prince, they were all like icons when all there was was icons. Like you had to be amazing to be heard. And there's no one to replace them because pop music and music is so manufactured now. And yeah, everybody, that's very true. A, an idiot like me can turn on a microphone and have a podcast. Ta-da. Like anybody can actually make themselves fucking hard and, and then when these people drop off it starts to, it, it's, place, it starts to feel a little bit empty if you know what I mean because there's nobody to replace them the icons they feel so lost yeah it feels like a big loss when I'm these icons I'm trying people who passed away but the list is actually away. too long like. actually if I was Bono now I'd be shitting myself and the rest of us sit and wait we just sit and wait I like Bono I'm one of those people that really likes Bono no, I actually don't dislike him it just at seems, all. it's a national pastime I, in I Ireland don't, I don't not dis- like him I do like him I don't dislike him it's just when he opens his mouth and starts to talk and just <laughs> see I like that just turns sanctimonious <laughs> I think that all ice cream vans should sell screwballs and he's fucking right <laughs> That's a good point. It is, but that That's was my point, point and he'd probably rob that. Here, come here, did you see like. Four States on RTE, the Irish Four States? Let's discuss. All right. Would you All go on it for right. starters? I wouldn't, no. no. I definitely wouldn't. I'd be too mortified. I'd be too mortified. I'm too awkward a human being. I'm grand with oh, you. Oh, that would I make know it you. a really good for dates. So. I know, but that's uh, too awkward for the, for the crack. But man, Ooh. I have a few issues with it. Go on, hit me. Number one, I found it a bit uncomfortable to watch. I don't know why, but... Did I, you ever watch the British one? Yeah, I watched yeah, the British one. Yeah, it's slick, isn't All it? All I've done is watch the British one and kind of had a bit of crack. Ah, and they're a bit of fun. But there was something about the Irish one It felt... Maybe it was because they were Irish. Yeah. It felt... I was too involved in it. I was too... Fu- Thank God the two gay lads that looked like each other were in it. Because they were... It wasn't for them. It would have been an episode of tragedy beyond compare. Like, that poor English girl getting stood up on her own at the start. <laughs> ah! Awful. What sort of fucking prick does that to someone on TV? What sort emergency. of fucking badger brain bastard leaves her hanging on her own there? And she seemed like a lovely girl. Lovely girl, girl, yeah. And then there was the, uh, the, the looper. The, the, the guy who kept saying super, not the girl. Let's, no, let's I like her last. No, I liked him. So the guy and the girl, she was like a trainee barrister, trainee lawyer. Yeah. And then the guy who was a digital graphic designer or something, and he just kept using the word super and smiling. Yeah, I liked him. And Jason I liked him. And I didn't think they were going to get on, and they liked each they other. Did. And then there was uh, this asshole. Yeah, an asshole. With the tooth from Kildare? Yeah. Yeah. Man. That shouldn't have been on TV. I don't even know what his name is. That shouldn't have been on TV. So if you didn't see, if you didn't see it and you live outside Ireland, which a lot of people who listen do, so basically it's the Irish first dates and they had a guy from Kildare and they had this girl uh, from Wexford. Who's never had a boyfriend. Who's never had a boyfriend, never really gone on dates and is... Great, good-looking girl, Love by the way. You. Very good. She's a good-looking girl. And the crack. Great up crack. Up for the crack. Very funny laugh. And, and, and you know, she kind of, a dirty sense of humour, which is very funny. She kind of had that black in a yeah. sense. You're very funny. And she's sticking herself out there. She's yeah. taking a fucking risk. Having a go. She's not on the dating scene. She's no. been hiding from herself. She says herself she's been really afraid of someone disappointing her, letting her down, and she's let it hold her back. She's never been able to get involved. So she says, do you know something? Fuck it. Take a leap of faith. Throw yourself at this thing, this first dates thing yeah. she goes out she meets this guy this fucking chump who uh, sits down next to her and encourages her as oh, he far gave, as he can he gave like, if I was signal. on that 
date, I would have been like, this guy wants to marry me. Every like, signal. He was all over it. And then he, she even He's even said, talking, suggesting going, yeah. he's suggesting dirty jokes, yeah. which is all, not inappropriately, no, it was funny. For, for a date, it was funny. like, something about being fast, he's like, you can tell me later. And all of these things that were suggesting that we were coming to a big kind of crescendo of a yeah. bit of an, a romance. And then they sit them down, the both of them are still laughing. Having They're a having great the crack. time. Do you want to go out with them again? She says, obviously, laughing. Pissing herself It's gone laughing. so well. Yeah. No. Haha, <laughs> yeah, I do. And he goes, yeah, maybe as a friend. He just drops her in a shit. And then... From a height. He acts the big man when he's putting her in the taxi and says, oh, take me to coppers. You're like, oh, you fucking yoke. You fucking drink of water. You horrible little... Reptile. Do you know like, what the funny you're thing too about old him for is? coppers anyway, for a start. You get the riding you're coppers. Too though. old for coppers. Um, do you know though, he, he, the funny thing is, is that he went on and did like, so they were, they're all, because it's so Irish again, they're all doing an awful lot of publicity and they're doing interviews and stuff. And he was on, I think, I'm going to say Today FM because usually it's Today FM. And uh, the only bit that he wanted to make sure, pe- like, you know, in his defense was that I didn't go to coppers after. That was his defense. He was yeah. like, I did. I didn't go to Coppers after because he had to go back in and record more bits for the show. It was, it was just right. So anyway, there was them. Then there was a lad called Lee from Donegal who went on a date with a girl called Frederica. And he was set up as well. Completely set up, right? So he was just a lamb to the crazy slaughter, yeah. right? Now, also to bear in mind, Dublin, Ireland. It just in general in the world of Twitter and a hashtag is a very small thing which I learned very quickly when I because tw- I caught up on it the next night I tweeted and two minutes after I tweeted Frederica liked my tweet so I went well she's watching my tweet so I ain't say jack shit Right? <laughs> yeah. So he went on a date with a girl called Frederica whose real name is actually something else. I haven't a clue. So she used a different name. So she licked his head. Licked his head? Lift his head. That that was a that what there now was. I was just seeing that. Yeah, if he can, it was a test. I want to see if he is able to keep up with me. And and then the best line: How well? How old do you think I look? Oh man, she does that thing that she should never ever do. For a start, saying how old do you think I look is a rude question because there's no right answer. Because you're either (laughs) caught taking the piss by shooting, by low balling, like really low balling. I'll go at nine nine and a half months. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you gotta go ridiculous. Because it's the only way out, or else you just flat out say, I'm not playing this fucking game. Yeah. No. 19. That's yeah. a, I'm going with yeah. <laughs> that's safe. There, that's all I'm going with. Uh, so she's, You're legal. So she insists, what age do you think I look? He has a stab at it. 29. Yeah. She lost her mind. Oh, her eyes flashed with murder. She lost her mind because yeah. she's 25. And yeah. as if that four years is going to make a difference. For a start, you're a lunatic. It's very hard anyway to judge the age of a lunatic. Have you ever noticed that? No, but now have that you, you mention noticed- it, to be honest with yeah, you, check out. fair point. Next time you see a lunatic on I the will. telly, right? Yeah. Have a stab at the age and then wiki the guy. And yeah. I bet you. And it's only that I know you're 41 yeah, I bet that you. I have your That's age. You. No, there you go. There you go. It's very hard. There's something about lunatics that they either look a little bit older or a little bit younger than they actually the are. eyes. It's something to do with it. Yeah. Look at serial killers. In fact, most serial killers look well. Well, under their age. Baby faces. Baby face sort of little yeah. weirdos. Uh, and then they you, don't go out in sunlight, I'd say. I don't know what it is, but there's something It's something about a lunatic. It's very hard to judge the age of a lunatic. Yeah. If someone doesn't look their age, there's a fair chance they're a looper. But look, as you said, in, in fairness, she, she threw down the gauntlet and saying, how old? And then she flashed a crazy went of course, and your man's this guy, Lee from Donegal, who's a well-rounded, nice guy, like a decent is fella. just sitting there going, and you can see in his head going, oh... He knew he was set up. He yeah. knew he was oh, set up. Oh, he was up. just like, he's looking around going, if Jeremy Beadle was alive, he'd have come out going, ta-da! 
yeah. do you know what I mean? hundred oh. percent. And it's just and like the thing about it is is that you have to bear in mind as well, their date is condensed down realistically into about seven minutes across the whole show. She's coming back. And you know the other thing that struck me about first dates yeah. as well is that I hope the food is quicker than it usually is in the Gibson at lunchtime, because it's right around from where we record, right? If you go to the Gibson at lunchtime, hour and a half, you order chicken Caesar salad, forty five minutes, you're still sitting there going, Sorry, I was just wondering if <laughs> so I hope they sped up the food. I like a place I can be ignored though. Not at that lunchtime so when you're in here and you're like, <laughs> I just want to go and get a chicken Caesar salad, eat it and be back in time that I'm not finishing work for the day. So, yeah. But yeah, she's this this girl, Frederica or whatever her real name is, is coming back. And then of course, then oh, you saw all the tablets obviously on Sunday about her. No, I missed it. I was, you're I was Yeah, you know where I was oh, on so Sunday. You were, you were ill. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry for your poop loss. Um, yeah, so she was all over the papers on Sunday um, because she, is currently on bail. Um, what? Have you not seen this? No. She's currently on bail for harassment for six months of Dylan McGrath. You're kidding me. No. So she, You're actually no, kidding me. She was in court. She's a stalker. Like. Well, they used the word harassment. I, I don't know whether she's... But she's she's currently uh, on bail. You say potato, I say, I say potato. potato. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's currently... She's currently... Uh, she's currently on bail. Holy shit. For her, so you can... You can so <laughs> meanwhile, shit. Dylan McGrath's sitting at home going, oh, come on, we'll watch first date. Sit down there, grab a bag of popcorn, bag yeah. of crisps or whatever. And, and then he's just sat there and gone. There's fucking stalkers on the Holy. telly. Kissing a lad in the top of his head. She's omnipresent. Like you'd shit yourself. You'd be like, she's... Om-. And she's also man. been on Take Me Out as well. Man. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. Scary people. Fucking scary people. Have you ever had a stalker? I had a stalker. Why do you hear this? Did I ever tell you the stalker story? <laughs> this is a fucking disaster, right? Because... Most people get a stalker, like her, for example. Yeah. And it's like, she won't leave you the fuck alone. Mm. Right? That's the deal. The deal with their stalking the thing is, I like you, therefore you must like me, and that's the end of it, right? Okay. I had a stalker, and her way of stalking me, get fucking this, was to tell, accuse me of following her all the time. Yeah. I bet you that never happened to Des Bishop. No, no, no. <laughs> Good-looking com- comedians get stalkers that just follow them. Plain and simple. Just a wacky fucker that follows them. What do I get? I get a wacky fucker that thinks I'm following her. So how did this all play out? It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I was in the Kilkenny Festival one time. Mm -hmm. And then months later, I'm sitting at home. And I had a a public email because I was racing at the time. So I had racing sponsors and all using this email. Okay. And then I got this email in and it says, Oh, I I, uh, saw you jumping out on me on a bridge or something. Uh, and I know it was you with your motorbike helmet on, right? So I was like, well, obviously it wasn't me. So I sent her a message going, it's not me, but uh, if you're worried about anything, what I would do is go to the guards and report this, right? So I get another message back. I know it was you, right? Then whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm washing my hands of this shit now at this stage, right? Then I get a message again. Listen, do you want to sort this out? I have... Ne- Wait, this is where it gets proper freaky. I have CCTV footage of you following me and looking at my car and all. What are you doing, right? So straight away, there's a bit of relief because I'm thinking, I know this footage doesn't fucking exist. Right. So I call the guards. Okay. And I tell her, is that me? Yeah. So I I call the guards Mm. and I say, listen, this is happening and I don't know what's going on. So uh, will you please have a word with her or whatever? So I tell her I've contacted the guards and not to contact me anymore, contact the guards. Then she says, I've been on to the guards already and you, mister, are in a lot of shit. Right? Like it's not, like it's funny, but it's not yeah. funny. Yeah, oh, I mean. and now I start freaking out. Now I'm like, am I fucking taking hallucinogenics and driving down there? What's going on? Uh, so the guards, I go to the guards and I say this again. He calls, the guards she talked about didn't exist. 
It didn't exist. She was making the whole fucking thing up. Garda McGardison. Garda McGardison and Garda McStation in McStationville. Yeah. And uh, so it didn't exist. And they had a word around. Thankfully, she disappeared. But you want to see that how weird. It was quick. No, it went on for a while. Oh, okay. I, I'm summarising. Oh, oh yeah. right, yeah. It went on and on and on, and on and on and on and on. And then the more I sort of That's worrying though. And I, I'm like, it's not, I'm not doing the whole man-female comparison. But I think if, if, especially for a woman to start pointing a finger at a guy, it's a bit like... Weird shit. Do you know what I mean? Weird. Because actually, wasn't it like last week in the UK? There was a whole big thing about stalking, actually, because Lily Allen had a stalker and stuff. Like, I, I've never touched wood. I've never had a stalker. I've had weird because of the nature of working in what we do. I've had yeah. weird emails or I've had weird tweets and things like randomly here and there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I've never. Like, and then also, like, whereas you're so well known, I always find it a bit as I was in a bit of a weird place a couple of weeks ago, somewhere where I would never usually be. And I was walking out of the toilet, walking back over to Joey, and I heard someone say, yeah, yeah, it is her. And I kind of was just like, it was, it was, it was literally just me, Joey and them. And I was going, and I found that the most bizarre thing ever. And then they were talking, I could hear them talking about midday. So I was like, okay, they've made a connection between me and midday. But that never, ever happens to me, yeah. ever. Like, whereas with you... People shout at like I've been gone to the shops and people shout at you on the road. Well, no, I know. Like I find that bizarre. So if you're, you know, in the sphere of that world, it's a quick, quick for someone to turn and go loopy doopy yeah. on him. Just very, very odd. Just very. I'll tell you one thing though. If you're on the other end of it, the one, the big mistake I made, like the real big mistake I made, was replying at all. Just don't you probably reply. didn't know Just though. Print you it you off. didn't realise what you were getting involved in though. Yeah, I didn't though. But as soon as I did know, I should have stopped. I should have just fucking knocked it. I should have just printed the Again, shit off. Again, you don't read the terms and conditions of yeah, life. You don't. So. But in, in future, I would know. And if anyone yeah. else, print it off, keep a record, go to the police, give it to them and say, this is fucking happening. Life and tips, don't PJ Gallagher. contact the lunatic. You can't reason with a lunatic. Well, this the girl from First Dates is, is back on First Dates, I think, this oh week or God. next week. So, oh And you know what? Do you ever sit there and go, I was sitting watching it with Joey and I, I actually said out loud, two people that like I they don't have a direct connection with me, but there was two people that I went, they are models to turn up on this show. Like it wouldn't surprise me to see either of these two people pop up on this show because it's kind of... You know, you can see them. You'd be like, I knew you turn up. And, I, and if they do turn up, I can't tweet and be like, run for your lives! Yeah, leg it. Leg it. Run while you still can. Oh, so there you Jesus. go. Anyway, that, that was that was first dates. Yeah, also tell you, Game of Thrones came back. I love Game of Thrones. I don't know if you're into it or not. No. Oh, it's just the music alone. Burr, 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 burr. Oh, love it. Really? God, they really put oh. work into that, didn't they? Burr, 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 burr. Oh, you don't get it. You don't get it. You're I don't get it. You're correct. <laughs> you, you are correct. I don't get it. And there's a lot of things in life I do not get. I saw uh, a fact about, an animal fact the other day about a baby <gasps> kangaroo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. She's got those animal facts. There you go. What is that? Oh, a kangaroo? A kangaroo when it's born. A baby kangaroo is smaller than the palm of your hand. No way. Yeah, that's why it lives. The joey, it lives inside the pouch and it gets bigger and bigger and then you see it pop its head out. But essentially when it's born and it comes out, it's like it's like smaller than the palm of your hand and then it lives in the goo and then it eventually gets bigger and bigger and then pops its head out as if it's mam's. Holy shit. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'll give you may a follow-up animal fact correct. on that one. Uh, it may not be factual. Oh God, you're so untrustworthy with your animal facts. You just sort of half hear something and then. But I half read it on Twitter. I didn't really investigate <laughs> further. Here's a here's an animal fact. Animal facts. Animal facts. I uh, got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. I uh, got those animal facts. Woo! Uh, so here's a good one. Yeah. Did you know Ireland? 
is the only uh, country in Europe where there's wild wallabies. Yep. Wild wallabies. What's a wallaby? A wallaby's like a little kangaroo. Little kangaroo. So there's a place in Europe? Only place in Europe, sorry, yeah, where there's wild kangaroos. And Are they in the zoo? No, they're not, because they were, if they were in the zoo, they wouldn't be wild. Uh, so they're yeah, on. But you know the way they, like, they say there's wild animals and tigers in the zoo, because they're wild. But oh, they're yeah, just... yeah. No, 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 they were in the zoo, and that's why they're wild. We had a wallaby uh, population years ago in the zoo, and there was too many of them. Too many of them. The zoo didn't know what to do with the wallabies. Fuck no other zoo wanted wallabies, they were more interested in, you know. Animals like ferocious fellas with fangs and shit that attract people in to have a goo. So fickle. No, maybe you'd want a real kangaroo rather than a little wallaby. So they went out to Ireland's eye, the island you can see in Houghton. And yeah. that there is where the only wild Connolly, Connolly, the old colony... Con- the Connolly family of, of wallabies <laughs> live there. <laughs> the colony of wallabies. Uh, and that's the only place where they are in Europe. They're all out there in Ireland's eye. There's wild wallabies. So, so with there mini kangaroos? Like little and can kangaroos. one just get a boat out there and bring one back in an adoption type scheme? Well, you could illegally grab a wallaby and I bring mean, them back I mean illegal is off. a very strong word to use I'm just saying if one had a boat <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't just bang around like you know Dublin with a wallaby at the end of a lead but you can they are there there's no one to stop you hijacking a wallaby I'd, I'd suggest how you don't it, do it how is this not documented like, it is documented has, it just like, seems to be little the National known. Arts Council not giving them a play <laughs> well if they give those fucking druids a play anybody can get then one then anyone can get one the wallaby should put on the Arts Council should start a campaign on the Arts Council to do a play based on kangaroodom gotcha yeah, so there you go. There's my animal fact of the I week. I like that. Very good. And on that animal fact, I don't think about Nils left to talk about. I mean, I've... You could talk into the microphone, though. Oh, sorry, I keep doing that. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Do we any heroes of the week? Uh, it was too obvious with Prince. I mean, where are you going to go outside of Prince? I mean, Prince was just such a genius. Such an amazing, original, dead cool, absolute, deadly... I heard, know, did hear a very genius. funny story about him. I can't remember who I heard it talking about, but they were saying about somebody met him and they said... Uh, I, I, I don't I don't know what to call you. Do I call you Prince? Do I call you the artist formerly known? Do I call you Symbol? I don't yeah. know what to call you. And he went, no, nobody does. And started to laugh. Which I kind of just went that. There you, you go. Just got a kick out of it. There you go. You just like, so there was a part of me that went, he just sat at home going... <laughs> I don't give a shit. shit. Just going to squiggle this down here and be like, I now want to be referred as this. <laughs> you know, there was a, you know, the bar Chine, there's a pub in Dublin called Chine. Yeah. And there used to be a Nigerian uh, doorman on that, mm-hmm. a Nigerian security guy called Prince. And he left, he quit the gig, and they got another uh, doorman in from Nigeria. And he became known as the bouncer, formerly known as Prince. <laughs> Uh, oh, don't forget to subscribe. Don't to subscribe to the Dublin podcast for more sort of uh, racially tenuous. <laughs> but it's actually a true story. I mean, I'm not making it up. It is a true story. That's good though. It's very Irish. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Um, and you can tweet us as you do every week at PJ Gallagher at Dublin Podcast at Suzanne Four FM. Um, and you can email us as well if you choose to do so. Which people have been, and I've realised I have. I haven't really replied. Oh, see, see, and you're giving it to me about socks. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm all over Snapchat as well these days. Oh, yeah. What's your catchy name? It's Garden Hero. Garden Hero. There you go. So if you could be bothered having a look at me doing my usual daily shit. Uh, Not actually having a shit. I mean, just the sort of shit I'd be doing. You'd be surprised, though. It's touch and go at the moment. Uh, So there you go. So Garden Hero at Suzanne4FM on Snapchat. And as I said, every Tuesday, actually not next week because I'm not here, but uh, every Tuesday in and around half 10 till kind of 12 o'clock, you'll see a couple of background uh, behind the scenes. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Have a good week. Oh, bye.
<laughs> <laughs> I don't know.